Welcome to Grace to All. I'm your host, Paul Gray. You've probably used the word grace, sang Amazing Grace, or said grace at a meal. But did you know that God's grace is way better than we can even imagine, and that you and all people already have an abundant supply of God's unlimited amazing grace? Today, we're going to hear the truth about God's amazing grace to all people. So, sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired and awakened to the amazing treasures that you already possess. This is truth that you can handle. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray. And you're in for a treat today. And you know what that treat is because I've had the privilege of interviewing him before. But Dr. Don Keithley is with us. He's in Houston, Texas, where it's a warm, cloudy, drizzly 35 degrees, which is about 35 degrees warmer than it is where I am. But we're both here. Welcome, Don. Thank you. Good to be with you again, Paul. I'm looking forward. Thank you. This will be the 325th podcast on Grace to All. Uh, Don was my guest on for number 100 and uh, 102, and then he's also been the guest some other times too. And it's really fitting to have him back now as we're getting ready to launch our book, Grace to All, which the purpose of the book is to connect people with these people that I've had the privilege of interviewing and getting to know so that they can read about them, see where they can connect with them online and get their books and things like that. And boy, Don has been the pace setter for this, uh, uh, his church, Grace Point in Houston, uh, which he's retired from now, but uh, they they had an audience uh, worldwide, and then Don started the Global Grace Seminary, which I'm uh, proud to be a graduate of with uh, graduates uh, from around the world. And what Don's doing now with his digital cathedral on Sunday morning and on his Wednesday night uh, group that goes a little deeper than that, he's connecting thousands of people around the world. And so, Don, thank you for doing all of that. Thank you for being my friend. And tell us what you see with this global, this worldwide grace tsunami that's going on? How does it look from your vantage point? Well, I think it's outpacing anything that probably we thought a few years ago that it would. When I left the church, when I retired from the church, I I pastored for 50 years, so it was time to to move on. But what really motivated me to move on was the idea of, of building a worldwide network of people that were hearing the same thing. And at that time, it was pretty lonely. There were not, it didn't seem like there many of us out there, but I had a vision that there would be a whole lot more as time went along, and there has been. You know, from my perspective, what I see going on is that God is building what I would call a grace culture. And I think a culture is a group of people that have some of the same ideas, some of the same, I hesitate to say beliefs, but have some basics that they believe that are the same. Uh, For example, I think that all of us now are coming to a place where we're saying, okay, here's what grace is. Here's what we believe that grace is. Here's how we believe that the Father looks. Here's his personality, looks like Jesus. We're believing in inclusion, unconditional love, mercy that endures forever. So I think there's some real basics that are building in a culture around the world. And then within that culture, a culture believes somewhat of the same values or holds some of the same truths. A culture, the United States has a culture, a church has a culture, sometimes even an athletic team has a culture. They got the same goal. They got the same objective. They're working toward the same thing. 
But then within that culture, what I'm seeing, Paul, is a lot of grace communities. You operate a community. I operate a community. I just was talking this morning with Tommy Miller in Ohio. I don't know how many people know Tommy. He's doing an unbelievable job in Ohio with what he's doing there. There's a lot of communities that are beginning to spring up in home groups. Some are meeting in church buildings, uh, others over coffee. But there are communities that are, are arising within that culture that I think are going to exert tremendous influence. As we influence the religious culture, it will become so strong that it will evaporate the religious culture, I do believe. I believe religion is on a huge decline. Church attendance is lower than it's ever been. And I think people are awakening to truth they've never seen before. They're questioning things they never questioned before. And those people are gathering together and they're becoming a a spiritual force to be reckoned with that I think is going to have an exceeding stronger impact on our world than what we've seen up to this point. So I'm happy to be with you. Some of us old war horses have been around a long time. We've seen a lot. We've been there. We've come through a lot of different things that have hit the church. But this is different. This whole thing is different. This is a grassroots up happening rather than a top-down platform star to people Mm -hmm. where a few people get all the accolades and everybody else just kind of files in and and watches. This grace tsunami, as you called it, that is sweeping the world is filled with people that have no platform, have no reputation, have no credibility on the street. There are a bunch of unknowns that are arising out of nowhere, but they've got a message, they've got a revelation, they've got truth to convey, and they're getting the attention of people around them by the demonstration of the lifestyle that they're living of grace. So that's kind of what I see, the culture coming, and within the culture, there are communities that are springing up. And also, us kind of have somewhat the same beliefs, although I don't think we can ever nailed down a precise theology. We're always going to be a little bit different in our theology, which is fluid. It changes. My beliefs change. It seems like daily sometimes. <laughs> but they're there. I know who the Father is. I know who Jesus is. I'm Christocentric. So I think that's where the culture's forming around those things. And some of the other minors, I don't think, are all that important. Mm-hmm. We're probably still in university. Yeah, well, I completely agree, and I see it the same way. My first introduction to grace was through Steve McVeigh, and then you and Baxter Kruger and Paul Young and others. And then after I went to Global Grace Seminary, one of the things that we still have our church that we started in 1991, but we did away with all the doctrines, all the bylaws, all the statements of faith, all the committees— <laughs> <laughs> we 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 did away with all of that. We just said, look, we're going to focus on the Father's love. We're going to focus on grace. We're going to focus on the word all, which really means all. And we're not going to let any other little thing get in the way of that. Now, we've had a little, few hiccups here and there, but basically, uh, that's where we are. And that's what I see with the other folks around the world. And it, boy, it's wonderful. It, it's it's no our way or the highway or uh, that type of stuff. And I love it. There's a real arising of people's understanding that relationship always trumps theology. So I think as we continue to come into relationship together, we gather around love, which is the basis of it all. I mean, grace and love are power twins. They go together. But I think we're seeing that that, no offense to guys like Baxter that are theologians, we always need a the- we, we need good theology. But I think that we, we're coming to a place where we see the relationship supersedes 
the theological position that people have. And if we can embrace people into our relationship, even if we don't quite come eye to eye theologically. And I think that's such an important element that's going on in this grace culture. Yeah. And we can love and embrace people who have no theological understanding or even who believe differently than we do because we see Christ in all of them. And we know that he included and accepted all of us and uh, such a different culture than uh, what I was involved in before. Well, I think before we all gathered around a theological position, if you were a Baptist, you were over here. If you're United Pentecostal, you rallied around those beliefs. And the two never met. I mean, you're just opposites. And the Baptists thought they weren't saved. And the United Pentecostals thought the Baptists weren't saved because they didn't get baptized a certain way. And I mean, all those things split us and, and divided us. And I think those are gradually going away quickly as people come into some deeper revelation and some higher consciousness in what the spirit of truth is revealing and unveiling to us. And we're seeing that all over. It's not just localized. It's all over the world. And the further we get away from those things, the more absurd they seem. (laughs) You look at that and you say, how did I ever believe that for 50 years? How did I believe that since I was, you know, I'm 75. How did I believe that since time I was seven or eight years old? But it's just affirmation week after week, biasness. And after a while, you don't even question. You don't even question. Yeah. And I find myself still, you know, getting upset sometimes with people who are still there. And the Lord just gently reminds me with no condemnation. Paul, uh, 10 years ago, (laughs) that was you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think years from now, we'll look back on where we are now and wonder, why didn't we see what we see now? (laughs) Yeah. We should have developed faster. Yeah. What we see, it's just, it literally is every day we find out God's better than we thought the day before. And uh, to be set in stone with what you believe about God and never be in a position to see (laughs) that God's better than we thought before is, well, it's not life. Uh, It's certainly not the kind of life that we're experiencing now. The book that you just are finishing, Grace to All, I think says everything. That just puts it right in perspective. It is grace to all. A lot of folks that are contributors in that book, which points to the fact of how diverse a collection of people that have come together to see the basic truth that you're espousing in the book, which is grace to all. Yeah. Just the book itself is a testimony to what's going on around the world. Well, thanks. And that's what I certainly want it to be and hope it to be. My hope and my desire is that people will read it and get a deeper understanding of God's unconditional love and grace and finished work, but also that they will be attracted to one or more people that they can then check into and start learning from them. And and it's also my hope, Don, that there'll be many times that people find somebody close by in their own community. I know you have this happen. I've heard you say it before, but I have people ask me all the time. They'll say, well, like, you know, I live in Stores, Connecticut. Is there, you know, I, well, actually, I got an email message from a guy, a Facebook message from a guy two days ago. He said, I live in the Washington, D.C. area. Is there anybody here, you know, that's into what we're into? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, there is. There's this fellow that's on our uh, Sunday morning Zoom group. We've been friends with him. He's uh, going right along with where we are. And, you know, and I connected them. And it's a wonderful thing to see. It is. We have a directory on the Don Keefley Ministry website. I don't know how many people that have connected from all over the country. 
And so people go on there and they can see people that live in their geographical area. Boy, that's wonderful. Don, we're about out of time for this episode. And if we have time, we'll bring this to an end and do another 20-minute one or so. But as we get ready to, again, I want to thank you so much for what you do and for being on. And please tell people where they can find you, where they can connect with you, and the different things that you have available that they can avail themselves of. Well, you can connect with me a number of places. I have a website, donkeithley.com, K-E-A-T-H-L-E-Y.com. Also, I have a ministries page on Facebook, Don Keithley Ministries. I think we have about right at 6,000 people on that page. You can connect with me Sunday morning at the Digital Cathedral, 10 a.m. Central Time. If you'll just go to the website and click, it'll take you straight into the teaching that morning. And then Don Keithley Ministries page on Wednesday night, we do what we call the secret place where we kind of rehash the Sunday morning and bring up some other things and take it down a level. And that's only for the people on the Don Keithley Ministries page, which is a private group. And I've kept it private so that people can express and ask questions and dialogue without, you know, any trolls, any bullying, any arguments. It's just a free flow of expression. So it's a good place to be if your eyes are open to this message. So you got the Sunday Morning Digital Cathedral. We got the Wednesday Night Secret Place. I have the website. Also got two books on Amazon. One is called Hell's Illusion, and the other is called Religion Busters. And both of them are doing well. I think they're really interesting. We just kind of took some things and put it together on hell and the mythical background and how it ever became part of the church and religion busters. We just kind of break down some of the doctrines of the church and what Paul taught and how it's a little bit different and a little bit more (laughs) freedom in in the way that we see things. So number of ways they can connect with me. You can always just contact me on Facebook if no other way. Great. Thanks. Well, I certainly encourage people to do that. My life is much richer because I have, and I encourage people to do that. And that, that's the purpose of, uh, of what we're doing here right now anyway. So thanks, Don, for being with us in uh, this episode of Grace to All. Thank you. And thanks, everybody, for watching and listening and being with us for this edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray. And Don Keithley, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Grace to All. For more about us, how we can serve you, and our special guest, please visit www.gracewithpaulgray.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and to join our Facebook group, Grace to All, where you'll be inspired and awakened to more truth that you can handle.